whoa, there's some symmetry here, which actually makes me realize what God is doing in the spiritual realm. And I've known this for a while. You guys know uh, all the people that come on our show for the most part are marketplace ministers. They're people who are leaders in the industry. And that could be in the corporate arena. That could be in the entrepreneurial setting. That could be as a middle level manager. That could be as a network marketer, direct marketer, MLM, whatever you want to call them. Um, That could be as a content creator, right? Today, I have a fellow coach who is also a conference host. And uh, my heart goes out to the conference hosts for so many reasons. And until you run a full conference, you know, you just don't know until you know, right? And today's guest knows he's in the thick of it. Justin Winstead is hosting the Improver Summit. And I moved my schedule all around so that I could bring you all the attention to this particular event because it is going to be amazing. Um, he has some incredible speakers. Christy Wright will be there. Jeremy Kubisek. I'm saying that wrong. That's okay. Uh, Ramon Ray, who you guys know who has been on the show in the past. Uh, but Justin is going to be there. And that is incredible because the more I get to know him, the more amazed I am by what the Lord has done in and through his life as an improver group founder. He's an entrepreneur, a leadership and improvement coach. And He is really set out with the same posture of supporting leaders who are loving Jesus and who want to operate in a new level. They want to get to their highest potential and we want to leave a legacy. And so I'm raising my hands because I am a desired and and everyday improver. Concept of my book, which you're going to hear about, is totally connected to that. And so I hope that you follow the show links below. You get invested, even if you're just following as a, him as a new um, person in his community. But ultimately, we want your butt to be in the seat. Okay, that's the real, the real of it. We want you to come. It's in Dallas in just a couple of weeks. It's September 27th through the 29th. You're going to be equipped. You're going to be encouraged. You're going to be empowered by elite business and thought leaders. And I am doing everything in my power to, to try and get there. So... Regardless, you can meet me and that'd be fun. Uh, We're so grateful for you to tune into this show. I want you to listen. Please, like, open your ears. If you go back to all the shows we've ever done, I want you to almost re-listen to them. Don't necessarily listen to what they're saying. Listen to what they have done and listen to how they've done it. Listen to the heart posture and the pursuit of Jesus and listen to their minds and their thoughts, right? And listen to their action items and gosh, Justin has done the thing and he's doing the thing. He's improving the thing every single day. This is what he's here for is why I had him on a show immediately so that you could learn about this summit and what he's doing in the earth. I'm so grateful to call him brother, so grateful to call him friend and honored that he would come on the show. And so please tune in, have fun, enjoy it, get energized by it. It's not just for motivation. It's for education. You're going to hear all these things redundant in the show. But you had to hear them first so that you stay tuned and stay alert as you listen. So if you want to be there, it's improvergroup.com backslash summit. Get your butt in the seat and then come to FounderCon. We want you to be in FounderCon. Justin hopefully will be in the room for that too, which is happening November 10th and 11th in Raleigh, North Carolina. So we've got East Coast, we've got West Coast, and you don't have an excuse no matter where you are. So let's make it happen. We love you. Thank you so much for leaving a review. Like literally right now, can you pause really seriously and go down, scroll, scroll on Apple. It's on Apple only. Leave a review. We have like 103 reviews and my goal is to have 200 by the end of the year. Can you make that happen? Can you? Like literally it it can only happen if you 
you right now listening, help me out. Help your sister out, okay? I don't ask a lot, and I've been doing this for five years consecutively. I've never missed a week in five years, and this year, we drop two shows a week. So, help sister out. This is like water. It's like hydration to my podcast when I get to hear and see what it is that you guys think of the show. So with that being said, I'm going to just share a real quick loyal listener with you right now. Okay. So this is the power of podcasting. You get quote unquote discovered through other people that are on your show because people might be following that person, but they're not following you. And so I am so grateful for this incredible sister in Christ. Her name is Tierney Shirell. She's actually now um, coming alongside me for our anthology book that is coming out, the second series two of The Joyful Entrepreneur. I haven't even told anybody that out loud, really, but it's, it's coming out in just a couple of weeks. And she's coming in to write a chapter in that. So she started listening to my show in February of this year and now is coming in and partnering with me in that regard. We finally got to meet in person this past weekend at the collaborative person who she listened to show, the host of the Powerhouse Women Community and Builders Mastermind, which was her first ever mastermind. Her name is Lindsay Schwartz, if you don't know her. But Tyranny says, what an absolute gift from God. Wow. I feel like the Lord placed this show and Tamara's whole platform into my life at the exact perfect time that I needed it. As I'm getting ready to launch my own podcast and join my first ever high-level mastermind, there it is, the episode with my new coach. As the guest, I am so grateful for the wisdom, encouragement, and tangible action items that I'm taking from this show just a few episodes in, and I cannot wait to binge listen to all of them from the beginning. And she has. She's been going back to the beginning, and she shares them on her on her stories. And I'm always like, what? That's so cool that you're listening to that episode. I need to go back and listen to that episode. Uh, gosh, Tierney, I love you so much, sister. So grateful for you. Cannot wait to be in the cohort for the authors coming up here soon. We're about to hit the bestseller list in so many different ways, and it's going to be epic. So thanks for tuning in. Okay, have I convinced you now? You get a shout out on the show. Go leave a review right now. All right, on to Justin. Let's go. Listen up. For such a time as this, we must grow our faith and business muscles. The self-help industry is trying to own spirituality and well-being. The entrepreneurial space is becoming flooded with business pursuits focused on success instead of sustenance. But the only one who can make us fully whole, fully free, and fully alive is Jesus. So I'm ecstatic you walked into this hypothetical gym today. I'm your trainer, Tamara Andress, also coined an entrepreneurial rabbi, teaching the pursuits of God, which unveil our purpose and ultimately unleash our desired provision. This FIT acronym is for founders, innovators, and trailblazers. Here, marketplace ministers conversate and educate to build others from the inside out while also sharing their testimonies of endurance. So while it's not a fitness podcast, I do surely care about your mental, physical, emotional, relational, financial, and spiritual health. You're going to hear all about it. If you're passionate about your becoming journey, leading others to greatness, and living a life of abundance and joy, then you're well on your way to being fit in faith. Let's hydrate. Welcome to the show. I am so excited to introduce to you my friend Justin Winsett for so many reasons. We just newly became friends, got connected through the interweb, but specifically Ramon Ray. Shout out to the Ramon Ray. He's incredible. And uh, we're excited for a multitude of reasons. We have so many like-hearted passions and aspirations. And one of the things that I love most is 
his key concept is to improve. To be an improver coach, you must desire not only to improve yourself on a consistent basis, but help others get to that place. And my kind of key like breakout was my book, Always Becoming, which you can kind of see tiny behind me. Um, but Always Becoming and to improve a little bit every single day are the same concept. And so I, I want to start there, Justin. I want people to understand like, where'd your heart come from to even say, let's improve every day and understand that it's not fail forward, but if, well, it is fail forward, but it's not failure. It's the art of improvement. So mm -hmm. hi and welcome. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, it's good to see you. And thanks so much for letting me be on. I was thinking as you were doing the intro, like, oh my gosh, I think if there was a such thing as a spiritual twin sister, I think like we have so much in common. I'm like, you could be like my twin sister in the spiritual realm. Like it's just amazing. I love so, that. Well, I felt that same way we were on the phone. I was like, okay, <laughs> I've got to move some things around to make this happen. I hear you, Lord. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. So, you know, the idea of improving, I really don't know at what point it clicked in me that you just got to keep uh, getting sharper and keep getting better. But I know at some point I look back on my journey and I said, you know what, my life trajectory is being altered and I'm ending up in a better place than where I began. And I started looking at those key things that said, why is my life better and my impact greater now than it was before? And I noticed, well, it's these little tweaks. It's these little adjustments that I'm making uh, day by day. And so that was the heart of Improver, you know, that kind of came up. The name Improver actually happened a few years back at a conference. Are you, do you know Enneagram? Does that mean oh, anything yeah. to you? Oh, yeah. We've had like the Christian Enneagram coach on our show in the past. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, Ian Crone was at this conference uh, talking about Enneagram, and I was familiar with it, and all my friends and a lot of people were talking about it, and they were loving it. And I thought it was neat, but I didn't like my number because my number was one on the Enneagram, and I was like, oh, too bad, because they titled one perfectionist. Oh. And I was like, I don't want to be a perfectionist. <laughs> like, it's not about like perfect, you know, it just it didn't sit well. Well, Ian Crone at this conference in Nashville says, we, we got that label wrong. Ones are not perfectionists. They are when they're in the negative version, but when they're healthy, they're just improvers. They wow. just want things to reach their potential and be better. And I said, that's me. <laughs> and I took the uh, name improver from that point forward. And so we've got the improver coach, the improver group, that's improver network. Awesome. So we're all about improvement. <laughs> yeah, though I am a three and very attracted to oh. the concept because of achiever, which I don't really like either, is yeah. <laughs> I want to approve because if I've been Improving, then that means I am hitting milestones and I am not going the opposite way, which is the opposite of achievement. So I think you're attracting ones and threes and probably a lot more over there with this concept. Um, our pastor, Anthony, who is a part of our nonprofit, The Founder Collective, he's like anti-Enneagram and uh. not because he, he doesn't understand it or like he doesn't yeah. not like his number. But he feels like Christians are, are utilizing it as their only identity marker. And yes. instead of realizing that like God can heal all, God can shift all, and that he just had this interesting revelation that he shared with our group, which you're going to really love, is that a lot of the times when we're filling out the Enneagram test, we're doing that and our, our character traits or the way that we think is based out of trauma. And so we're actually putting in traumatic experiences through our perspective into that test. And therefore, it's not actually denoting who we're meant to be. It's denoting who we've been created by man to be. And mm. I was like, oh, that's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. So I started like going through the test line by line to be like, 
where's the trauma? Oh, wow. Like it's pretty profound. Yes. So the next, we can go into that, but let's stay, let's yeah. not go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I got you. Well, there is one little funny uh, story I'll tell you yeah. about this. So I'm married to my wife, Catherine. And yeah. after we did this, I started using the Enneagram to make excuses for certain <laughs> things that I was doing. And so my name is Justin. So we have this phrase in our home. Uh, where my wife will say, you're justifying things, not justify, <laughs> but you're justifying it. And I was using the Enneagram to justify behaviors. That's it's like, oh, well, you can't hilarious. do that either. So. That's good. That's a book title right there, Justify. Yeah, I justify. like it. <laughs> That's great. Well, I love that there wasn't really like this massive down, well, there was a massive download, a massive aha moment, but I also know it's connected to your desire to help people discover their purpose, become more mm-hmm. productive, and to really reach their full potential. Where where did that kind of stem from? What was your backstory to be able to get to that place? Yeah, so my quick backstory is I was raised in Northeast Louisiana, uh, came from, you know, a family where, you know, love was abundant, but uh, resources were not. Uh, my dad was a high school dropout. My mom was a public school teacher, and I had siblings, and we kind of, as a family, for the most part, we had food, but we still didn't have a lot of luxuries in life. And I can remember as a young child in our trailer house, looking through the floor and seeing the ground underneath. And when it would rain, we would get buckets and bowls to collect the the raindrops so the house didn't flood. And, you know, it was tough there for a little while. And I had this idea that money is bad. Rich people are evil. And if you were successful in business, you cheated your way to get there because I just looked at us as being the have nots and everybody else was the haves. Mm. But yet we did have this big heart that always wanted to help people. And so we got involved in a church and they kind of fed this narrative uh, in my you know, young spirit. So I was like, well, what do you do if you want to do something good and something big, but you can't do anything that makes you successful or have money? And so and part of this was God's pull, but part of it was just like my mindset. But I went into the ministry. So I spent 10 years doing uh, ministry, and that was uh, youth work, but also we did some church planning and some pastoral work. And so that's what I thought my life was meant to be, was just go do uh, ministry uh, in the church. Uh, I moved to Texas to finish out my divinity degree, and the plan was to head back home. I told my family, I'll see you next year after I get my degree. And that was uh, 13 years ago because (laughs) God shook me up a little bit. And he said, you know what? You are wrong about this whole idea. You're going to go learn business. You're going to do it. And you're going to use that. That's going to be the way you serve people. That's going to be the way you're going to minister to people, make an impact. And so as I began to learn in business, what I found out was that there's really a lot of overlap between the two hearts of like really doing well in business and doing well in ministry. You're serving people. You're trying to help them have a better future. And so uh, in my own journey, I realized uh, how I was discovering my purpose. And it was so empowering. I had so much more peace and I had so much more joy in life. And I thought, I want other people to experience what I'm experiencing, which is don't go the predetermined track that uh, supposedly life had for you or that your parents put you on or that other people spoken to you, but discover the calling that God has for you. And so it was life changing for me and I wanted to be life changing for others. So that's part of my story and part of the desire just to uh, help people um, discover a brand new life, you know, and make a, make their impact. I love that. And it's it's so interesting that our childhoods have such an impact. I think about my kiddos upbringing, which is, um, I would say 
I won't say drastically because I love how you said love was abundant, but money wasn't because love was abundant in my home too. And it's definitely abundant now, but I would say the greatest love we've ever known is present. And I didn't have that, Mm. but like a tiny, you know, particle. And so it's going to be interesting to see how they will one day be on a podcast and sharing their backstory, right? Of like, we did the best we could, right? And so um, I know that as someone who is constantly improving, we just get the opportunity to show them that they can improve now, that they don't have to wait until they're older. They don't have to, but I think at the entrepreneurial journey allows them to create sooner in mm-hmm. what that could become rather than having a limiting mindset. My, my dad was in the military for 21 years. My mom was an entrepreneur, but it was the same entrepreneurial role for so long that I didn't even know it was entrepreneurship until yeah. much later in life. Um, so yeah, I think it's really a unique lens that we get to operate in as entrepreneurs, not only as parents, but as society members, because we take into every scenario we walk into, it could be a coffee shop and we see people with such an empathetic lens towards the, what they're doing on a consistent basis that is often outside of the full representation of what God would have them do. Yeah, that's right on. And one of the things that comes to my mind is just freedom and um, not freedom from the sense of being an entrepreneur so you can make money. And, you know, not not, it's not where I'm going with it. It's more of this idea of being proactive and being intentional and exercising the agency that God's given you in it. And so one of the reasons I love this entrepreneurial journey, but more so just the journey of helping people discover their purpose is God's got a plan for you. You need to discover that and you need to be intentional in walking that out. And sometimes if you're working 60 or 70 hours a week for someone else, you don't have space for intentionality and to be proactive and to make decisions. You just don't have any margin. In fact, because of my money backstory, I was operating a a large part of my life in negative deficits, or I guess that's a, you know, (laughs) saying the same word, but in a deficit, (laughs) but I was operating a negative margin uh, in that. And so I was trying to give out of negative and that was really difficult. And I learned that if you can create margins, not just with money, but with your time, your energy, your emotions, now you actually can be free to do ministry. So that's why I want people to discover their purpose because when they're walking in that, that's actually when, when they're productive and they're performing well in their purpose, they're going to have margins yeah. and that yeah. allows them to really minister and serve others. That's so interesting because it kind of parallels to a common thread a couple years ago that people would always uh, comment on my busyness. And it it just drove me nuts. I was like, you don't understand. Like, I'm not going to burn out. I am, I am not, I am an energizer bunny, but I'm plugged into the source. <laughs> and that's the only reason is because I literally spend that quality rest time likely when they're sleeping, nothing against their sleep. I went to bed much earlier than they did. And so I just have a different rhythm than a lot of people do. And it's not to say that my busyness or doing isn't um, out of a place of rest just because I am doing more than somebody else, if that makes sense. Different people have different calibrations in that regard. But where it, it really matters is that there is a freedom there. So I don't have to check in and check out and clock in and clock out. I do have a breath of time that I get to put my time and energy and my passions into. And I think that's where we get to co-create the most with the Lord is when we're like, hey, God, 
here's my time. What should I do today? Rather than, hey, God, here's my one hour in my morning in my Bible chair time. Can you show up yes. right now? Because it's the only time I have to give you. <laughs> right? I mean, that's sometimes how it feels. And yes. so I hope that people who are, and, and I'm not, I am not one of those entrepreneurs who was like, everybody's born to be an entrepreneur. Y'all, it's hard. Yeah. A lot of days suck. Okay, let's be serious yes. here. But in the suck, there's so much joy and there's so much fruit. And so I just want to encourage people that are listening. We're not, we're not downshifting anyone who goes to a nine to five or I have friends who are nurses who worked, you know, four 12 hour shifts. I am like, I am bowing down to you in this very moment because that is hard work and your intentionality in your dominion is something I've never even thought of. So your calling into that is purposed. Our conversation here is how do you improve your mental health, your relational health, your communication health, all of these other elements of self that every single one or no matter your job title taps into. Um, and, and that is something that you focus on, right? Is, is yeah. that understanding? And, and that's really the thing I was you know, wanting to get across is, is it's not about, you know, whether you're a W2 or 10 and whatever, yeah. you know, you're, the way you're taxed and the way that uh, you're employed is not, the, it's really the heart behind the way you approach the work. And what we're trying to avoid is drift. And part of the mindset of an improver is, is an improver is going to be intentional instead of accidental mm-hmm. in the way that they live their life. And most people drift through life. They're like a pinball in the machine, just kind of being bounced around. Yeah. And that is not the way that God intended us to live is this idea of drift. The, the, the other thing that I would say is, is that in the scripture, there are clear things that are right and wrong that are sin and holiness. But then there's also a lot of things that are wisdom and foolishness. And there's a lot of um, the wisdom and foolishness is sometimes based on your context. So it's got to do with what has God called you to do? How did he create you? Where did he place you? Who are the people around you? And sometimes what we get off as believers is, is we say, well, here's what God led me to do. So therefore you're wrong if you don't do it my way. And like, these aren't necessarily a matter of right and wrong. This is a matter of what has God called you to, and that's wisdom. And we just want you to be wise in that, like be wise in the plan that he put out. And don't think that you just got to, um, you know, go to school, go get your college uh, degree and then go buy the house and the burbs and get married and have two kids, a dog, you know, like, okay, that's great. I've done that, but that's not God's plan for everybody. Well, and I did that, Justin. That's funny. It's it's a whole portion of my book is like I did the checklist life. I did the American dream and I achieved it real young. And in the midst of that was like letting my soul just be lost in the process because I had no sense of identity, no sense of awareness mm. that I was drifting, no sense of conception that I was literally birthing out things that were dead fruit in my life. I had zero idea what seeding, planting, harvest. I didn't know what that was doing. You sow what you reap. I don't know what that meant. Right. And so it was like this stark um, revelation and uh, honestly, a supernatural encounter with Jesus that woke me to the understanding of my worth and my beauty and my identity. And and like I said, offline before we got on here, like the greatest love, right? that I've ever understood or known. And that shifted all of this like 
what was hard and achieving and motivating and all these pieces um, towards growing entrepreneurial businesses. I had many up until that point, but shifting them for purpose and putting them in the hands of the Lord so that he could cultivate them through me rather than me self-constructing and my Lego set always falling apart. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm like, no more of that, God. It's yours. Mm -hmm. Your will be done. And so looking at his blueprint, even as a business coach, I have a lot of people who come to me and they're like, okay, they're expecting me what's one through 10. And then I'm going to look like you, be like you, act like you, walk like you. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. Let's go to God. Hmm. Yes. You're looking at me like, I just paid you to pray for me. And I'm like, no, but that's where we're going to start because we're going to put all the pieces together. But I need the Holy Spirit's wisdom to help me to what's right for you. Not everyone's meant to be on a camera. I do believe right. that everyone has a message and everyone is meant to improve. But right. how does that look? It's going to look really different than how Justin's life went or how my life went. And so that's, that's the fun cultivation side of working with people. Same with you, I'm sure. Yes. No, it's right on. All right. Quick interruption. But actually, it's not really an interruption. It's an invitation. It's an invitation for you to come deeper, not just be a podcast listener that we really never get to interact with, but be a part of the family. Be a part of the foundation of what the Founder Collective is heart premised on. And that's Ephesians 2.19, that we are found in Him, that we are a family and operating as one on the foundation of Christ with Him as our chief CEO, our chief cornerstone. And what does that look like? How can you come in further? Well, we have a weekly Founder Collective call. That's a Zoom call. We'd love for you to be a part of it. It's open conversation, similar to how we have this podcast talking about business practices and truth principles and how we're actually living a life on purpose and in the presence of God consistently. Additionally, we're inviting you to our annual conference. This is be our third annual conference. You can go to thefoundercon.com. Again, that's thefoundercon.com. And you'll get to hear people like Jay worship and teach and share from his testimony. Anthony, Pastor Anthony, the bearded wonder. <laughs> He's going to come to you with his fiery flaming shoes and his voice and the belly, the fire that's within his belly comes out in such a dynamic way when it's on stage. Myself, my team, and all the incredible people who are part of this family, it's not just us. And we want you to be in on the us because we want to make way for your message, for your movement to be known and to be equipped and to also be resourced. We love sharing resources, which is what we do in that weekly call. So you're invited. You're invited. Come one, come all to all the things. If you need more information, I'm sure wherever you're listening to this or seeing this, you can get it in the link. So look, go a little deeper, go a little further into what God is calling you into. This is a summoning. This is a call. This is a roundup for you to also be fully founded in him as a founder in the Founder Collective. Love it. So I want to know on your site, you have trusted by, and one of the people that you're trusted by is the Ziegler Foundation. And you have on your main page, the Choose to Win. That was one of my favorite books. I had Tom Ziegler on just a couple of weeks ago on the show, actually. Yeah. And so I want to hear like with Michael Hyatt, um, the Ziegler Foundation, and there's one more, what is it? The Table Group? I haven't ever heard of this. Um, tell yeah, you've heard of Patrick Lencioni probably, though. That's the, that's a table where he did uh, Ideal Team Player, Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Oh, okay. His, yeah, yeah, most yeah. Recent, his most recent thing is the six types of working genius. So the yes. table group, they're really okay. good. Pat Lencioni, fantastic guy. Yeah, Tom Ziegler is here in the Metroplex. So we see each other every so often and we've done shows on oh. it. Uh, you know, a big fan of the Zig Ziegler legacy. 
uh, and all that he he did. And then, uh, yeah, we utilized the full focus planner through uh, Michael Hyatt. Uh, that's a big part of our intentionality and being a good steward of your time and your focus uh, on it. And then uh, we also, uh, our, our biggest partner company really is Giant Worldwide. And okay. so uh, we added those this year. That may not even be on our site yet, but that's it's those not, are actually our biggest partners. So, um, what is what is that? Yeah. So, Giant Worldwide is a uh, they're really a technology software company that supports okay. people who want to uh, coach and guide others in leadership and team culture. And with uh, you know guides around the world, we actually just had our gathering in Orlando this week. Oh, the co-founders of that, Steve Cockrum and Jeremy Kubitschek, are incredible. You may not know Jeremy's name, but you know his work because Jeremy is the guy behind John Maxwell's coaching program. Oh, wow. uh, Jeremy is also the guy who uh, was behind LeaderCast, which was Chick-fil-A's uh, coaching uh-huh. program. Wow. Uh, so he's, he's done some incredible work, lived in Mond- London, Moscow, all over the U.S., had 40 uh, multimillion dollar companies, like wow. fantastic guy. So really yeah, in fact, if if you wanted to go to our website, improvergroup.com, you can actually do a free leadership voice assessment and find out what is the leadership voice that God's put in you. This assessment will help you discover that so you can begin to start using that voice uh, more to serve and lead others. That's and that's one of their products that they created. So Really neat. Yeah, all the links in the yeah. show notes below, guys. So make sure you check that out. I want to do it myself. So I want to shift a little bit of gears because this is another intentional reason that I had you on the show. And for those who are watching with us live, you know that I'm never live on Friday. Friday is like a me day uh, connected to like, I don't have anyone on my calendar and I don't do anything other than internal stuff for the business that I couldn't get done all week because people are like, hey, can I borrow you? Hey, can I pick your brain? Hey, can you email me back immediately? So, Justin, you have taken a beautiful time of my week, but with intention and one that I am really passionate about, which is why you're here. And it's connected to faith-driven entrepreneurship. It's connected to um, really understanding how do we leave a legacy. And this particular group, which we refer to as Marketplace Ministers, um, and really cultivating them. And you are hosting the Improver Summit in just a couple of weeks in Dallas. Yes, yes, okay, in so South Lake, which more. is uh, just about ten minutes from the DFW airport. Okay, and uh, yeah, you know, part of it is is that we we've been talking a lot on this call about purpose and about how God's got a plan for you, and you need to not just uh, you know react to the world's way of directing you in life, but you need to seek out His plan. And part of that plan, we believe, is that you've got greatness that's just bottled up in there, and not just like one little dose of greatness that you could pour out, but like an unending amount of greatness that He's put in you that needs to be shared with the world. Your family needs you to walk in greatness. Your community, your teams need you to walk in greatness. And greatness looks different for different people, but we just know you've got it in there. But there are things that hold that back, that keep it leashed, that keep it chained. And so we're having this conference to get rid of some of those limiting beliefs, get rid of some of those barriers to walk in the life that God intended you to live So we're bringing in people like I mentioned, Jeremy Kubitschek. He's going to be coming in and talking about practical leadership tools that will help you and your team on your leadership and growth journey. We have Christy Wright coming in. Uh, If you guys don't know Christy, she is fire. She was on Dave Ramsey's team as one of his personalities. It used to be Dave for the longest time. Then he hired on Chris Hogan and Christy Wright. Uh, she is a public speaker, travels the country. She's amazing. Of course, we mentioned Ramon. Uh, he's going to just light up the stage and be oh. fire. 
Uh, you mentioned legacy earlier. Uh, one of my good friends, Kyle Gaphart with the Bluegrass Legacy Group will be there talking. He wrote a book called Legends Don't Retire. Uh, and so, you know, it's just he's going to really be talking about, you know, you didn't, you weren't just called to, uh, to live a life where you work and then go into retirement, and collect seashells on the shore and play golf. <laughs> like God's got bigger stuff for you. Uh, leave a legacy. Uh, Kyle uh, Draper is going to come in and talk about being your authentic self online and offline. And he's a social media guy. And how do you how do you present the genuine you instead of trying to put this front on? And uh, we got Judy Gammon, who uh, runs an executive medicine group. She's going to talk about health, wellness, anxiety for busy executives. Uh, last, last two here, Dr. Zoe Shaw is a licensed therapist in Los Angeles, and she uh, does therapy from a biblical worldview. And uh, she's going to talk about um, uh, dysfunctional personality traits of leaders and how it affects the relationships around you. So that's wow. amazing. And then Dr. Craig Etheridge will be with us. He's got a network called the Cross Creek Network that's making a global impact. And uh, he's really going to talk about vision and how do you connect all these people and resources and allow God to move in and through you and your networks and your vision. Wow. So, I mean, it's and that's just scraping the surface. Yeah. We got oil and gas, uh, health and wellness. We got marketing and advertising breakouts. It's going to be an amazing event. Really awesome. And this is your first one. It, this is our first big one. We did one last year called Legacy okay. Summit, and uh, we kind of put our little toe in the water. But this one's like the first multi-day hotel, yeah, bringing in all the stuff, stuff, hiring this. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, I know yeah, as a fellow conference host, I like all of my like um, heart just is literally on a platter for you right now, so that we can <laughs> we can be together because I know what it's like, especially the two weeks right, two weeks before is what this live show is happening. You guys are going to hear it on the show on Tuesday of next week, so you still have time to get your tickets right now. It's not too late. We're going to blast this out. It is so important to me that people understand one that like, I, well, I love it personally. I'm just going to be selfish Mm -hmm. that I'm not the only one that recognizes the need, the stark need to really help support this genre of person. These people who are going out and doing the true ministry work, they're in the marketplace every single day. If you study Jesus, he did his ministry. All the miracles, they happened in the marketplace. It wasn't something that happened inside of the four walls of the church. And so you are doing ministry. And I know the Lord is saying, well done, my good and faithful servant. And he will continue as you continue to improve. Um, But it's first off selfish because I am just really grateful. I'm not the only crazy person out there trying to tackle it. (laughs) And secondly, it's because my community, you guys are founders. You guys are innovators. You're trailblazers. You're people who need to have this sense of improvement, but you have to do it from the lens of how Justin is stacking it. It's honestly so similar to the founder con in the sense that I want there to be mental health conversations and there will be, we have a lot of mental health therapists coming and people who are specialized in that. You also have to know systems, right? It's not something we Mm -hmm. can just like live over here. Like, Oh yay, everything's smooth sailing over here. No, that the, the avoidance of drift is because we have systems in place, right? We understand Mm -hmm. what the track and what the road looks like. We understand boundaries. We understand what we need to put into play. And these people are excellent at teaching that. And so I really hope that you understand that this is something I'm on the East Coast. So if you're an East Coast girl and you're a guy and you're like, I can't get out to the West Coast for some bizarre reason, you have no excuse because there's something happening on the West Coast and there's something happening on the East Coast in a matter of a six week time frame. And to me, that is revelatory that God has positioned people across the United States, across the breadth of the United States of America to talk about something that is important on his heart. 
because this isn't me and Justin sitting around like, hmm, where's the void in the market? No, that's not how this yeah. works. God is like, this is the void in the market. This is why I've shaped you to be who you are. And this is your call. Ready, set, go. And we're sitting over here like, no, please, please, no. <laughs> this is hard. I told you every day is not peachy king, y'all. And when we get to be conference hosts, we get to stand center stage and the, the crowd roars and there's all this fun stuff, lights, camera, action. And you forget what happens in the shadows. And so this conversation is to be raw and real and let you know where Justin is, even mentally right now, as he's prepping for something great. Because I know that there are a lot of people listening who are prepping for the great. They're prepping for the thing that God has called them to. Maybe you haven't landed the actual TEDx stage, but you're prepping for it. Maybe your book is about to release and you don't even know what's about to happen mm -hmm. to your life. Maybe you want to be a speaker or you want to be a podcaster and you have three episodes, not 500 like we do, right? Like it, you're in that place where it's about to happen. There's a precipice. Specifically, there's a threshold because this is the time of year where the threshold of Rosh Hashanah, the threshold of the feast, if you know anything about the, the Hebrew, Hebrew, Hebrew calendar, this is a threshold that's about to be crossed this season. And I'm excited to do it with you, brother. Yeah, that's amazing. And I want to just encourage uh, everybody watching or listening that it's not even just the U.S. This week, I have been uh, sitting beside people from Nairobi, Kenya, from Norway, uh, from Cambodia and from London. And like God is moving it on all the continents. And primarily what we're seeing is he's moving through the marketplace and he's moving through leaders. I'm convinced now more than ever that the next generation and the next big outpouring of the gospel is going to happen through relationships, through leaders in the marketplace. And so if you want to know, like, well, what, where is God leading me? I don't know all the specifics, but I can tell you he's calling you to serve people in some way in the marketplace to meet needs. He's calling you to step up and lead in the way he's called you to. And uh, he, he's calling you to serve on that. He's calling you to go out and, and do that. And so that's what we're trying to equip people to do, to grow personally and professionally. And for your conference and mine, I want to just kind of talk about this little idea of like motivational, because uh, you mentioned Ziegler earlier. So Zig was uh, cornered after one of his big conference events. And one of these guys said, you know, Zig, the problem with these kind of conferences is they're just motivational and just motivation doesn't last. And Zig said, uh, yeah, brother. He said, we see motivation kind of like bathing. You should do it often. It <laughs> That's so, good. It was so good. And what I want to tell you is, it's like, you go, well, do you know, is it really worth it? Is, am I going to be thinking about it six months from now? What I'll tell you is this is kind of like eating healthy food. You need it for your nourishment okay. personally and professionally to attend these things like FounderCon and Improver Summit. So, so, so do yourself a favor, grow your health, add life by attending these things. And I didn't tell you I was going to do this, but if there's any of your people that would like to come, what we're going to do is roll out a promo code called FIT for your uh, okay. founders, innovators, and yeah, trailblazers, trailblazer. right? So we're going to put FIT as the promo code on it on our summit site if you go do it. And what it's going to do is it's going to take our VIP tickets uh, and it's going to give it to you for the general admission price, which is double. So you're getting half off. Uh -huh. That way, all of your people are going to be treated like VIPs wow. when they come, come there. Now. And VIP for good. us is very important partner. So your people can partner with us wow. in this mission. The other thing I'm going to do is say, if any of you are financially or struggling, with your life, I could get out there, but like the conference ticket or, you know, I'm just uh, spent right now because I know economy, it's tough for a lot of people and there's a lot of fear. 
uh, send us a message. We do have some uh, funds available that we can allocate. We would love to have you in the room because I can tell your audience are the exact kind of people we want to serve and to have with us. So those are the two offers that I'd make and just, yeah, love it. I love that generosity. Thank you so much. I love it. You guys, this is an opportunity. I want to just sugarcoat one more time because who doesn't like extra icing or an extra cherry on top, right? Um, he was talking about motivation, and we actually had this um, conversation when we were talking on the phone last week about this conversation, and it was in regards to testimonials. And you've heard his testimony. You've heard Justin's testimony, but you've also heard the why behind it. You've heard the what and how does it apply to you behind it. You've heard about some of the things that he put into resource into his business that have helped motivate not only himself, but it actually equips him to be able to do what it is that he does. So if you're actually listening and not just looking from a perspective of like, wow, that's a really great testimony. I wish I could be like Justin. And you're saying, whoa, he did this. Oh, he did this training course. Oh, he's connected to this person. Oh, he got in this room. You would actually be studying Justin. And that's what, when I go to a conference and I'm just sitting there, I don't have to be a speaker at every single thing that I go to. I go to listen and to receive. I'm also geeking out about the conference scenarios and things that they're doing and watching and <laughs> pulling back the curtain a little bit. But I am listening to the things that aren't necessarily being told from the speaker as they're speaking. So you need to be turning yourself on to this idea of what is the extra thing? What is the to-do action that he did that I haven't done yeah. yet? Because a lot of people will look to you, Justin, and they'll be like, I'm never going to be able to host a conference this big. I'll never be able to have people like this on my stage. And it all comes back to the relationship, not with ourselves or to the person that's on the stage, but our relationship with Christ, because he's going to make all of those things come true. And he can, but he's the only one who can. And so I encourage people to get in the word. I encourage people to get to the place of just ultimate surrender and sacrifice and say, Lord, we really do want this to be your will, not your will right now. And then, okay, I'm going to go do what I want to do. Um, but I can just, I know from the posture of your heart, but it's not just motivation. It is education. It's yes. just, are you there receiving it as education or are you just looking for the next hurrah? Because that will go away on Monday. I do believe that. That's right. At the end of the day, though, at Improver, we feel like if you want to make improvements in yourself and improve the world, the way to do that primarily is through two main uh, paths. And one of them is, is it's the content you absorb and it's the connections you make. Right. And so and some of that content is the explicitly what's being said. Some of it's reading in between the lines. Uh, you know, it's content that you hear in conversations, but it's also the connections you make. Yeah. And that's really what my life and your life is about. We want to get truth out to the world. We want to share content that's helpful and encouraging, practical, that moves the needle. But we also want to help make great connections. It's like, oh, because I went there, because I jumped on that podcast or whatever, I made a great connection. And so you want to improve. That's the way to do it. So keep staying connected to Tamara and all she's doing and come to these kinds of events. And that's the way to alter your trajectory. Connections and content, uh, change what goes in, you'll change what comes out. Let's go. That's a perfect yeah. mic drop to end the show, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I hope that you enjoy this. I hope you get your tickets today. And I want to hear all about it. I want the testimonials. And I want you guys to then come back in, get another bath at FounderCon later this year in November. Uh, hopefully, Justin's able to make it out for that. Yeah. But regardless, we know that we're covering 
the nations simply by having conversations like this because of a microphone. So we're grateful for you, Justin. I'm so glad that this worked out as fast as it did. And I cannot wait to hear how your conference goes and touches people for way longer than you'll be here. It's amazing. Thank you. Bye, y'all. Hey y'all, it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts, and you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you might even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts, in fact, and this is going to be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way. Hello, this is Dr. Doug Grothuis, host of Truth Tribe, where we seek the truth through reason and evidence about what matters most. And we are not tribal since truth is for everyone. Please join me at the Truth Tribe as I discuss the reasons for Christian faith, the Christian worldview, and moral issues such as abortion and gender ideology. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Truth Tribe on your favorite podcast app.